Welcome to Respect Life Radio. My name is Deacon Jeff Bennett with Catholic Charities of the Archdiocese of Denver. And remember, if you like these podcasts, these radio shows, please tune in to respectliferadio.com where you can download all of our shows. Today, we have a special guest, Deacon Santi Molina from Pensacola, and we're going to talk about the Teen Star Program, a program that helps kids identify who they are. And in this world, you would think that's common sense, but unfortunately, we need to really work with children and help them uh, understand who they are, because the world and society tries to tell them something different. So Deacon Sante, thanks for coming today. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you for having me. So can you talk a little bit about the Teen Star program, you know, why it got started, what it is, so that people can get a better feel for, you know, why is this important? Yeah, sure. Um, it, it began uh, in the late 70s uh, with uh, Sister Hannah Klaus, uh, actually Dr. Hannah Klaus also. Uh, she's a medical missionary sister. Uh that uh, began to uh, address the issue of uh, unwanted pregnancies and, and uh, sexual activity in, in youth uh, while she was in her missions. Um, and uh, so slowly with uh, another sister, Sister Ursula, and other, uh, uh, I guess, uh, collaborate, collaborators like um, Mary Lou Reed, who's going to be coming here, uh, Mary Lou Bryant Reed, and uh, and also Father Heat and other uh, individuals, they developed this curriculum that would address the issue of educating uh, young girls, especially at first, and then later young boys, uh, with uh, understanding their fertility, their biomarkers, uh, and uh, and themselves. Uh, through the self-discovery of, of their bodies and who they are. Uh, it slowly developed into what is now known as Teen Star, and actually next year we would be marking our 40th anniversary uh, of wow. Teen Star. Yeah, uh, It uh, began here in the U.S., but it actually spread out more in, uh, in other countries. And so today we're in over 46 countries, um, and um, we are... Now uh, making it a little bit more available here, although it has been available in the U.S., uh, but uh, it, it continues just to promote those same uh, uh, concepts of working with uh, young people, middle schoolers, high schoolers, young adults, um, in order to help them to discover themselves and who they are in the eyes of God. So how did you get involved in it? What was, when, when did you become involved, and then kind of what is your role now with yes. Teen Star? About 10 years ago, I was um, at, at a uh, workshop for uh, the uh, Billings Ovulation Method, because uh, I also teach uh, the Billings Ovulation Method. And, uh, uh, and uh, in speaking about uh, my experiences as a deacon and uh, in marriage prep, uh, we uh, all of us noticed that most of the couples that come to your NFP classes are always kind of a little bit, uh, you know, negative about it and they they kind of comes with arms folded and kind of like a they're only there because they have to be because there. they have to right be. unfortunately right. And right. so and most of the time they didn't pay much attention or they even kind of like uh found a little bit of uh, i don't know that difficulty in in making sure that they understood the uh, uh the method so i started thinking wouldn't it be great if we started working uh 
with younger people and teaching them about their fertility and and their bodies early because then they would know this by the time they they're ready to get married. And so when they go to do NFP, they they already have a full grasp of what's going on and they embrace it as opposed to seeing it as just another Amen. loop they That's have right. to yeah. go through. Yeah. Yes. And so I found out about uh, Teen Star um, that was highly connected to some of the people that teach Billings. And, um, and so I met Sister Hannah. And, uh, but it wasn't until about four years ago that, uh, that I fully got involved and, and started uh, getting, getting more and more involved with workshops. I went to Brazil to two workshops. Um, and, uh, and then I have been helping Sister Hannah with a couple of them. We're also... Uh, teaching classes in in uh, Tallahassee and uh, uh, and workshops in Tallahassee and now we're um, you know I'm fully engaged as, as of last November I was asked to uh, transition into the executive director of Teen Star because Sister Hannah's 91 <laughs> and oh, come uh, on she's got a few more years left in uh, her, absolutely right? yeah. she's uh, she's amazing she is an amazing lady so yes so the focus is really, or at least initially, was on girls. Now it's girls and boys. But we're really talking about, what, middle schoolers and high schoolers? Is that the age group that you guys are looking at? Yes, we are, and uh, and young adults as well. Okay. Uh, we have a, a – we don't call it Teen Star. We call it a holistic sexuality, but it is a very similar curriculum just geared to a, a, an, a, an older uh, group. Um, and we have uh, – at least the idea of, of seeking, you know, advice and help uh, of getting into the elementary schools as well. But obviously without going into the, uh, the details of anatomy and phys that we... Right, it'd be age appropriate. Age appropriate. But unfortunately, we're seeing younger and younger kids become more sexualized and hearing all the wrong things, hey, yes, right? right? So I would imagine over your 10 years, you've probably seen a yes. trend in the wrong direction so that you have to go to younger kids and even in the elementary schools because at some point if you get them as 16 or 17 year olds it might be too late for some that's right that's right so so uh yes uh, the uh, uh place that probably teen star has uh, developed the most has been uh, uh chile in santiago chile and uh and they have a first grade through sixth grade program over there uh, so we're looking to uh, go and learn a little bit from what they're doing to be able to also apply it here, um, together with many of these other uh, extra, you know, f- going further continuous edu- continuing education programs that they also offer for anybody that is involved with Teen Star. So. Okay, so you're in, you're in the schools, my guess the schools and parishes, whether it's youth groups or Catholic schools. Both are appropriate for what you're talking about? Yes. Uh, so, uh, for example, confirmation classes, um, uh, catechesis, any, you know, eighth, sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Um, we also offer it in schools. We're, we're uh, uh, working on some of the schools uh, here in, in Denver. Uh, and also, uh, you know, even homeschooling uh, mm-hmm. groups and um, even sometimes uh, – for example, in Baltimore, we had a, a small group of uh, a mom that wanted her daughter uh, actually uh, taught Teen Star. And after a couple of uh, meetings, uh, she invited a few friends. The parents accepted that, and they formed well, a Voila, you had your own group. Yeah, about seven girls that were actually uh, uh, being taught by uh, one of our instructors that's coming to our training here. 
So, so if, if somebody's listening today, they have kids, grandkids, depending on, on who they are, what, what would the curriculum look like if, they were gonna, if their kid was going to participate in this Teen Star program? Uh, well, we start mostly with the uh, general uh, understanding of the body. So uh, we like to call it kind of like the theology of the body, starting with the body. <laughs> okay. And, Good place uh, to start. Yes. And so, uh, for example, uh, we know that kids in seventh, eighth grade, and, and even ninth and tenth are, are still not quite in that age of, con- of abstract thinking. They're mostly concrete thinkers. And so you give them the concrete facts of, of the biology of their bodies, um, allow them to experience their, the signs that their bodies give them uh, for uh, uh, you know, understanding who they are. Mm-hmm. And then given the science, they can actually uh, corroborate what's happening with them and, and uh, and then begin to slowly uh, move into a little bit more abstract thinking, uh, allowing them to then transition. And so eventually we move into the spirituality of the body, the meaning uh, of the body. Uh, we go into many of uh, the aspects that Humana Vitae tells, uh, tells us in the encyclical and John Paul II's uh, uh, theology of the body. So, uh, so it moves from the anatomy and physiology, looking for biomarkers, uh, understanding how their bodies work. Uh, the boys learn their biomarkers. The girls learn theirs separately. Yeah, was, separately. I, that was going to be my next question. And yeah. so, yes. Yeah, so girls do not, uh, you know, uh, it, they get their uh, training with a woman right. that teaches them and boys with a, uh, with a man and uh, for at least the first seven sessions and, uh, or units. And then they can rejoin together when we go beyond some of the more uh, intimate uh, anatomy and physiology aspects that, as you know, uh, uh, young children sometimes can find a little bit uh, difficult to handle in in mixed groups. Yes, yes. And I have boys and girls as children, so yeah, I would definitely concur with that. Yes. Um, So is there a focus on chastity in terms of how they should live their lives? Not only what is my body telling me, but how I should Correct. live my life based on the status of wh- where right. I am in my life. So some some of the uh, lessons include um, assuming responsibilities, uh, commitments, what is a true commitment, um, a, what are some of the decision-making processes that they need to go through, uh, allowing them to, to kind of discover those uh, values of chastity. Uh, they discover that their body is a is a gift. It's a it's a, a it has enormous value, and they're not supposed to just use it and abuse it uh, as uh, as they are. So they they move from understanding that towards making better decisions and and uh, remaining chaste. Our our findings we have two major studies done that uh, uh, tell us that the the uh, children that go through the Teen Star program. Uh, definitely significantly reduced the the initiation of, of sexual activity and uh, or they stop if they were already uh, sexually active. So. so do you have any stories of people that you've taught or heard about teaching and you know, who kind of came into this program as a teenager, maybe kicking and screaming because mom or dad or whoever said, you're going to this, and yeah. then come out kind of on the other end with a whole different mindset and understanding? 
Yes, there there are uh, an, an, a good number of of. Uh, I bet there are. Yeah. Yes, obviously can't give names, but uh, no, no, no. Uh, but uh, we have uh, several young people in in our area that have gone through, and they just did not want to. And then, and, and it, it, I'm going to let you know this, all of you, that it takes a while for the kids to also buy into it. Yeah, it's not so, fairy dust, right? Yeah, yeah, it's not like one of these programs where immediately they're all like, oh, this is so great. No, uh, it takes about probably— <laughs> That's called parenting, too, yeah, by the way, right? Two, two yeah. months before they actually come, come around and they begin to see, oh, my goodness— what you're telling us and what you're sharing with us and all of this, you know, science, et cetera, does make sense to me. And and, uh, and so they begin to slowly, um, you know, get from, you know, being kind of arms folded also and, right. you know, not wanting to talk. They don't want to talk. At first, they don't. They don't want to share. Right. And, uh, and then the, eventually, it just, it's like opening up the floods. Uh, we, then you can't uh, get them to stop talking, probably. Right, right? Yeah. and then they but they move on to speaking to their parents about it, and they which before they wouldn't, you know, before it was uh, something that uh, uh, that was just no, no, no. This is just about about me, and I don't want to talk to you about this. And uh, uh, so uh, we find that that it's transformative in that sense. Yes. Is there? Do you have anything for parents? Because one of the things that we have found is whenever we've done something, we've done talks on transgender and different things. You know, what I hear from parents is, I don't know anything about this, so I don't say anything. Right. Exactly. So is there any mechanism in this program that can help educate parents or give them confidence so that they yeah. can talk to their kids? Because they're the yes. main teachers. Yes, we do have uh, at least a, a, a short seminar for, for, um, for parents that we can offer on a kind of like a webinar basis okay. um, and or in presentation to, to a group. Um, so that that actually helps them understand what the program's all about and also then begin to maybe apply it. And then the second uh, form is for them to come to a training session and then become instructors of their own kids if they want to. Um, this is not necessarily a program that has to be done with enormous groups of kids. This can be done Well, my guess is probably maybe even the smaller the group. Yeah, you, know, the you don't need 30 sometimes. people there, but if no. you had 10... It, what, do you have an ideal size for a group that you know really tends to work? A classroom, terms, just a, a classroom yeah, size. Yeah, classroom size. Yeah. So, uh, so and usually, if the, if this, for example, if a school or a confirmation class is, let's say, thirty, chances are that close to fifty boys 50 and girls, boys and girls, and so they're going to be fifteen in one group and fifteen in another. Uh, when we separate them into their initial groups. And then later on when they're 30, that's okay. It allows for group activities with, mm -hmm. when we do those. And so it's, a, it's quite, uh, uh, you know, flexible in that sense. So with all the, all the lies, all the, the, the things that the culture tells us, do the kids, when they're finished this program, feel equipped enough to be able to go out and refute you know, these lies about, you know, just sleep with whoever you want. That's what love really yes. is. Do whatever you want. It makes you feel good. Do they feel like they can go out and now actually have a conversation as opposed to being quiet? Right. Uh, the program is a year long. So it, it, unlike many other programs where sometimes are like a retreat or a seminar here and there, this is a, it's a accompaniment kind of right, uh, right. Uh, of program. So for a full year, they they um, they delve into all of this, and then uh, we do have follow ups uh, 
it, up to three years after. So just contacts with them, uh, surveys to see how they're doing uh, with this. And we find that they remain uh, chaste. They, they remain uh, good decision makers. Um, it remains to you know to be seen what what goes on once they get you know to sure uh, well at some point we get, yeah. it's called free will right? right you can educate but people right. are going to do right. hopefully the right thing because free will yeah. is to do what you ought to do right not right. what you don't shouldn't be doing and yeah so, and, I, and I should say that um, that yes you know we're not going to stop every kid from no uh, from engaging in uh, sexual activity if they wanted to and. And even of, of those, we get probably around uh, uh, our, you know, 1% of, of the uh, – I have the, the statistics, statistics, but I can't uh, have them right now. It's 1.07%. That's okay. I that, believe anything you say because I haven't seen them either, so I can't, I can't right, argue with no, you. No, but it is uh, 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 from our, stat- uh, our studies and uh, that actually engaged in sexual activity. So it's not like they, it stops them – Every single one, but it significantly stops them compared to the general population. That well, that's in in the end, right? All we can do is educate and advocate. People are going to make up their own minds. But that reminds me, and I I should have brought it up earlier. If people want to find out more about Teen Star, what's the website? How do they, you know, what what kind of stuff is on there? Maybe it is stats and that kind of thing to help people. Yes, better get a better feel for what we're talking about. Our website website is uh, teenstar.org. Uh, okay. So, and uh, uh, www.teenstar.org. Uh, or if you're like me, just type Teen Star into Google search. That's right. Because you forget. Yes. And, and that helps. Uh, so, and, uh, and of course, there, there will be all contact uh, information to contact me or uh, some of us that actually schedule workshops and, uh, and try to uh, continue to promote our, our Catholic teaching through Teen Star. Well, and I know we talked before we uh, got on the air about the, you know, the huge gender ideology movement that's going on, and you said you're actually looking into adding that as a as a segment onto this course, just because of how prevalent it is. And so, I think that's really helpful. We hear a lot about that, as you know, it's just giant social construct now that. Uh, you know, monkey see, monkey do. We hear about it now. Everybody all of a sudden is thinking that way. But in terms of other topics like contraception, uh, right. marriage, uh, dating, is all that part of the program? Yes, yes. We actually have uh, uh, a unit, a full unit of sev- several sessions on dating uh, types of relationships. What does it mean to to go out on a date or to go out with friends? What's friendship as opposed to you know, just kind of going steady. Uh, right. And uh, we also have uni- a full unit on uh, on contraception and al- also, um, you know, all kinds of birth control, but also family planning. Right. Uh, we introduce them to all of the, that, and, and we don't hide anything from them. They're going to find out no matter what uh, just by Googling. So we hide all uh, – we don't hide any of that, but we present all of the uh, – uh, the the forms, but obviously emphasizing the gift of fertility, the gift of uh, fertility awareness, and the gift of actually valuing that and holding on to that. And then we go over also the uh, sexually transmitted diseases and the the problems and issues that can mm-hmm. occur from sexual activity, um, uh, allowing them to also see the consequences uh, of promiscuity and and so forth. Um, 
As far as uh, the uh, gender identity, we, we emphasize personal identity at this time, which we think is is good enough to at least solidify their their uh, who they their, really who are. they really are, but we are working on um, Teen Star is international, so we have several groups that are working on uh, the uh, uh, the idea of presenting and and uh, forming a another part of the curriculum on gender identity, and including it in uh, in our curriculum and, and in workshops for our parents and as well as uh, teachers that teach it. So you had mentioned earlier about uh, needing trainers. Yes. So how how does one go about getting trained? What is the process? How long does it take so that you can actually have here in Denver, you know, many trainers that can go out and do this, whether it's small group, classroom, whatever it might be? Yes. The well, we're having a training beginning on Thursday. Uh, Unfortunately, here. by the time this airs, that training will have come and gone. That's but yes. Right. Uh, we will have another one uh, in September, uh, right? Is it? And uh, and so uh, the training is a, a, a pretty intense uh, three and a half, almost four days of uh, of training. Usually, we start on a Thursday. We don't have to. It can start on any day of the week. Right. But we usually start on a Thursday to include the weekend, which allows people uh, to not not have to take so much uh, time off work. Right. And uh, so uh, we start, for example, Thursday at around 10 and 10.30 in the morning, go until about 6.30 in the evening. Uh, Fridays and Saturdays are full day from 8.30 to 6.30. And then Sunday, for usually we start a little later for Mass because we well, include that's good. the Mass. That's good. you let them go and, to Mass. Uh, and then allow um, them to leave at around Two o'clock or so depends on on questions and that that people ask at the end. Uh, it's uh, the workshops include skits and you know little uh, ways in which they in the participants get engaged. It includes a manual that allows them to get started with all lesson plans and uh, that they need materials needed, etc. Um, and uh, they get even. Uh, uh, PowerPoints and videos that allowed them to also... So they get all the tools they need the tools to really be need. able to do that. And, uh, and I know some people are a little hesitant about teaching a class by themselves. Do you have it where they can have co-facilitators or co-teachers yes. so they don't feel like, you know, they're yes. they're it? Yes. And, and it should be noted uh, that um, not, none of this is done without the permission of the parents. Uh, so... Uh, Parents have to give their approval to anything that we do, so we can't go to a school and just uh, right uh, or right. or to a church or. or uh, but during those uh, training uh, sessions, we have extra, you know, people sometimes, uh, you know, double up. They buddy up together and and they teach uh, uh, as a as a as a team. Uh, but also in schools, for example, the, the teacher, the instructor is invited to also sit in and uh, if needed and help, particularly when it comes to maintaining safe environment uh, uh, conditions for the children. So. so if it's taught in school, would it be a, a separate class in and of itself or would it be part of like the health curriculum? How, how do you where does it fit in in a school? It's curriculum? very flexible. So okay. it depends on the school. The school can actually uh, make it part of the religious education uh, courses or a biology course or health um, uh, after school program. Uh, it's it's quite flexible as to what the school and the principal and teachers would like to see uh, done. Uh, so it's it's uh, it's uh, up to them. 
Okay, and you're in Pensacola. I'm in Tallahassee. Tallahassee, excuse me. But, that's, but the, that's like the, telling somebody here they're in Fort Collins and they're really in Greeley. I can get in big trouble <laughs> that way. Well, the, the diocese is Pensacola, Tallahassee. Oh, okay. So, okay. So I'm you're, in a, you're a Seminole. I am. You're yes, a, that's okay. right. That's All right. right. Uh, so, are there have is Teen Star in some of the schools in your diocese? Not yet. Okay. Not in the schools in our diocese yet. We are currently in our parish in St. Eugene's. Okay. Uh, looking to right now expand to uh, five parishes are are work, working on adopting uh, the program. We're uh, uh, not yet because. Teachers have to be trained. Right, and, uh, right. So and that's the process you're in now. Correct. Okay. So, yeah. Well, I mean, I think, you know, in terms of educating our teens, our young girls and young men, you know, we can't do enough of that. No, right? I that's mean, right. And I think right. people listening need to realize, you know, those of you with children, you made that commitment at baptism to be their main teacher. Yeah. So to educate yourself on what you're teach, talking about, Deacon Santi, is really important because you can't teach what you don't know or what you're afraid to do. So you really have – parents need to educate themselves because you can do whatever you can do. But if it's not reinforced at home – yeah, that's it right. really makes it difficult, you know, if it's really going to catch on and, and really sink in for those yeah. young people. Yeah, yeah. I should make a, a put a plug in for our Sunday visitor who is uh, uh, given us a pretty uh, good grant uh, to reach out to uh, particularly Hispanic communities okay. and with Teen Stars, so including Denver. Uh, so we have uh, six dioceses that are actually in the process of implementing Teen Star through this grant. So Okay. Well, we're down to about a minute to go. I can't believe it's gone this fast. Of course, I say that all the time, but it is great conversation. It's really important. Again, can you remind people about the website, uh, you know, and how they can find out more about Teen Star? Yes, they can go to the website. Uh, that is uh, www.teenstar.org or T-E-E. N-S-T-A-R dot O-R-G. Also, they can uh, contact me through email at uh, teenstarprogram at gmail.com or by phone at 850-212-7106. And this website, I looked on it, has plenty of resources too, yes. right? It's just not the program, but all the resources that kind of go behind it, right? Correct. There's lots of uh, documentation, papers, publications, uh there is a area for instructors that mm -hmm. can actually get resources as well in in the uh, on the website. Uh, although we are still in construction of uh, you know really expanding the website quite a bit. And so, okay, well, Deacon, I appreciate you coming in today talking about the Teen Star program. For anyone who's interested, please go to the Teen Star website. We've mentioned it several times during this show to educate yourself and to ask about having it in your parish.